Hi, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better. I will better. never so write a single better. line which I have not first felt I want to talk heart. today about something that maybe you don't know anything about or maybe you don't you care everything. anything about. If you've Throw been lucky, and I'm making big air quotes here, right. lucky enough to Language be online and, and social media and writing spaces for a long enough time, you will find a variety of people, some more beneficial and positive and cheerful and successful and helpful and nicer than others for sure. But you will find a lot of people who care a lot about things that you're never really entirely sure why they care so much about them. And today I want to talk about one of those groups of people. I don't really want to poke a beehive with a stick, but at the same time, I want to make clear that I have a, a very uh, incredibly significant problem with this group of people. And uh, it's not because of who they are, although they uh, all seem to share a few uh, traits in common. But I, I have a, a real big problem with the attitude and the idea they espouse. And I don't think they espouse this idea because of who they are. I think they espouse this idea because they don't want to change because they don't care enough to change because they're not fundamentally curious enough to challenge a system because they're benefiting from that system. So there's a great deal of discussion about genre when it comes to writing. And I don't mean like, oh, I'm writing a romance novel. I'm writing a murder mystery. I'm writing a Western, that kind of thing. I mean genre like it's literary or it's upmarket or it's commercial. Those arguably aren't genres, first of all, because everything you write has a genre naturally. You just have to stop and go, what kind of story is this? The idea of literary and upmarket and commercial as well as genre as the fourth of this quartet, as though genre is like the, the runt of the litter. Literary upmarket and commercial refer to the potential or presumed sellability and style of the work. They're bullshit labels made up by privileged white women who want to perpetuate a system of classism, sexism, racism, and homophobia. They're a set of tools and labels designed to keep writers fighting with each other. They're a set of tools and labels designed to create scarcity and panic and a sense of FOMO, as well as a general sense of inadequacy in people. Because they, what they do when they create this discourse and what they do when they create this conversation is suggest to you that if you don't write literary or upmarket or commercial fiction and you're writing genre fiction, that somehow your writing is inherently inferior and will therefore sell less well and will therefore make you a poor writer and will therefore not give you like the mega hyper successful, will not give you the mega hyper successful career you're looking for. And all of that is patently wrong. All of that is designed to be no different than the mean girl gossip of every middle school lunchroom. There's no reason to think that your romance novel is automatically poorly written because you're not writing literary fiction. First of all, let's before I continue down this trail where I'm going to yell a lot at people, let's stop and identify these terms because they're dumbass terms. And I'm sure somebody somewhere is going to get real upset with me because I'm defining the terms incorrectly. Another more 
another case of giant air quotes, but all the same, the label of it doesn't ultimately matter because the label's stupid, but we'll talk about it anyway because that's this bullshit that people keep shoveling at our faces. Literary fiction, if we take away the idea that literary fiction is automatically better written than genre fiction, literary fiction is just a style of writing where you tend to write in a more florid and descriptive way that is more abstract. That's it. That's it. That's what literary means. Upmarket is a style of writing and story crafting where you are looking for universal appeal of ideas, which shockingly sounds exactly like what everybody else is doing when they write. But you know, writing's got to have a label for things. Yawn, stretch, roll your eyes. Commercial fiction is fiction that you can sell to other people. And genre fiction is that icky, gross stuff that people write like romance novels and fantasy novels and Ew. Ew. Those labels are labels people love to attach to things because that way they can tell you who's better and who's worse, like we're all keeping score in a video game. And uh, they're dumb. They're pointless. They serve no function because ultimately what happens is they're all different labels for quality shared by all writing. So sentences that are abstract and generally longer and maybe a little florid or fat with description or evocation, that's just writing. That's just something we can have with exposition. Whether we're talking about the hoarfrost collected upon the, the field or the, the nature of the grass in our battle scene or the way the dust swirls in a dry, hot desert town. That's just description. That's all that is. Upmarket, this idea of reaching for universal connectivity and, and the application of broad conceptual ideas that can appeal to a number of people regardless of their specifics, uh, that's just the whole point of writing. You're trying to reach your reader, and you don't necessarily know if your reader is you know, a data entry person in Paducah or if they are uh, a natural gas pipe fitter in North Dakota, or if they are a stay-at-home mom in Sarasota, Florida. You don't know who they are, but you're trying to write in such a way that no matter who they are, you are reaching them emotionally, and you are moving them and getting them to think and feel things and imagine things because you're trying to put a good movie in their brains. And because of capitalism, all stories are commercial. You can sell anything to anybody. It might not sell as much as other things, but you can find a buyer for something depending on how you pitch it. It's, everything is made into a transaction because that's what we're told is successful. And genre fiction, well, everything has a genre. Everything. Go ahead. Go find me the, the top, the best seller list from the last 30 years. And every single one of those books has a genre. Maybe it's science fiction. Maybe it's romance. Maybe it's just drama. Maybe it's, you know, women's fiction. Maybe it has a big, broad label like that. Or maybe it has a hyper-specific label like hard military science fiction or uh, medieval alternate world fantasy. Who knows? But you can always put a label on things. You can always craft stuff like that. And the idea that we have to have these divisions because, oh my God, I read on this blog post that there's a thing and look at this person and, and look at this and look at that. As if we are really just saying, oh my God, can you believe she's wearing those shoes with that outfit? 
or oh my god and let's gossip and giggle about who she might be at the lunchroom table like all of that mongering is pathetic just flat out pathetic and absolutely unhelpful to people who are on the outside looking in or who are writers who are just trying to make better art because that's what everybody wants they just want to make better art they want to be a good writer and they want to be a good writer who can make maybe some amount of money from their sales. Maybe they have dreams of being a big giant deal or maybe they have medium-sized dreams or maybe they just have small dreams of seeing if they can do a thing. It doesn't ultimately matter because this discourse around superiority and upmarket and commercial, no one gives a shit. Absolutely no one cares. Do you think that the average reader scrolling Amazon right now looking for the next cozy mystery they're going to buy for $2.99 because they need something to read this weekend since the kids will be out of the house, do you think they really give a shit about the nature of upmarket fiction? Or are they instead just looking for a really good story that maybe involves two women solving a crime? Like, where do you think the reader's focus is? And do you honestly believe that everybody gives a shit about labels? Really? Really? The marginalized author who's busy trying to figure out how to write their first draft cares so deeply about the nature of literary fiction because they've paralyzed themselves with the idea that they're just not good enough because who they are as a person seems to be under attack from all different comers in all different ways. So they're going to really spend their time, effort, and attention worrying about whether or not they're being literary enough or are they just trying to tell a good story and feel good for a couple minutes? These labels scream privilege because the people who care most about them are insulated from the reality and problems so many other people face. You ever notice how many just flat, dull, angry white women have just internalized all this idea that there's a necessity to the gatekeeping of publishing, that there have to be these rules and have to be these checks, and if you're not doing it, you're not doing it right, and if you're not doing it right, you should just go away? Because their middle-class privilege and their whiteness obscure the rest of the realities for everybody. They're not really worried about own voices. They're not really worried about trans storytellers. They're not worried about the idea that flat-out books only sell, on average, no more than 200 copies total lifetime for the book, and that lifetime is measured anywhere between two and five years. They're, they're thinking about, oh, well, everybody gets on the Oprah list. No. No. And a lot of writers don't even want to bother getting on the Oprah list. But that doesn't matter to these people because their myopia, their privilege, their narrow-mindedness, and their absolute poverty and deficit of compassion for others completely ruins any kind of discussion we're having about, hey, we're all artists and we're all trying to make art. And that's what frustrates me the most because rather than sit there and offer a hand to somebody and be compassionate and say, here's my experience. This is what I've gone through trying to sell my stuff. This is what I've gone through trying to understand the market or understand how the Amazon ecosystem works. Rather than lend a hand and help somebody who might be different than you, who might not be the privileged white lady from middle America, um, they're looking to be exclusionary. 
because they can be, because they can afford to be, because it makes their life uncomfortable and it's really hard to go to Starbucks and get another latte if I have to stop and consider the idea that the majority of writers in this world will never finish a second draft. And we don't want to make our lives uncomfortable. We have, you know, performative care to do and we have performative politics to understand and we have to make sure our privilege stains everything we do that's that's um well that sucks frankly but that's the kind of thing you get when you dominate publishing with labels that's the kind of thing you get when rather than turning this into a situation where we are empowering people to create more things and give them more tools so that we can create a diversity of things with a diversity of people and a diversity of voices and a diversity of experience and try and just help everybody and you know raise the tide to lift all the ships what we're trying to do instead is create little pockets and little bubbles of disruptive barrier and disruptive sentiments so that my group's different than your group and I'm in and you're out and I'm cool and you're not as if we never really get past that juvenile idea of middle school and high school being the best time of our lives Literary discourse is toxic, poisonous, pointless, and stupid. It harms more people than it helps. These labels and these divisions end up preventing more people from even trying when if they just put that shit down and stopped trying to dissect it and stopped trying to deal with it and juggle it and label with it and identify with it and agree with it, maybe they could write a story that makes somebody else happy. Maybe they could write a story that changes somebody else's life. Maybe they could write a story that inspires somebody else to write a story so that a third person can be inspired. Maybe it's just about making art and nobody gives a shit about the labels, Susan. That's what bothers me about discourse. That's what bothers me about social media with writing. It's got to turn into sales and it's got to talk about categories. And none of that stuff is helpful. At the end of the day, we are all artists and we are all helping people either produce art or shape art or understand art better. And it doesn't matter whether we're drawing pictures or whether we're taking pictures of butts or whether we're writing a Western or a romance or a legal thriller or a fantasy novel or science fiction. It doesn't matter how we identify male, female, female, non-binary, a little bit of everything. It doesn't matter if we are cis or trans or white or black or Latin or anything else because those things, although they may influence our art, the collective label of we are artists and this system, this capitalist system is oppressing us and stopping us, those are the, the things we need to be thinking about as opposed to, oh my God, you're not writing a market fiction. What's wrong with you? Because it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Discourse will kill us all. And we need to, you know, not die. Thanks for letting me rant. I'll talk to you next week.